Welcome to Healthcare Experience Matters. This podcast is brought to you by the Healthcare Experience Foundation. And with today's episode, we're teaming with PRC. This podcast is dedicated to transforming the healthcare experience so that every person can receive and deliver the Hello, best everybody. care. Welcome back to Healthcare Experience Matters. I am excited for our guest today. Dr. Carolyn Ward is joining us and we're going to be talking about her own personal journey with burnout and in hopes that other people can learn from her story. And uh, I'll just start it off by asking Dr. Ward to just introduce herself and tell us a little bit about her professional background. Awesome. Super excited to be here. So thank you. Uh, Yeah, so let me tell you a little bit about myself and kind of where I am now and kind of how I got started in medicine. But um, I am an internal medicine doctor by training. And so I'm originally from New Jersey, although now I'm out in California. I did all of my medical school and residency training in New Jersey. Um, And I think growing up, I kind of thought I would go into medicine for, I would say, like most of my academic career, mostly because I was looking for an area that was challenging intellectually. Uh, leveraged a lot of like the science kind of skills that I was interested in, um, but also was a very people-facing role. And I think if you ask most physicians why they go into medicine, the almost overwhelming response is because they want to help people and they want to do something that is people-facing, something that they're interacting with people day-to-day and making a real impact on lives. Um, And So I did all of my uh, medical school and residency training in New Jersey, um, and I actually stayed on for an additional chief year, which essentially is uh, more of like an administrative year where you are kind of learning the ropes as an attending, um, but you're also helping with scheduling and helping to run the academic curriculum for the residents as well. Um, After that, I made my way over to California, where I worked at a health tech startup called Forward. It is a primary care uh, startup. And so I actually went that route because I wanted to work at a place that was looking to not only leverage me clinically as a physician, but allow me to work on like some of the bigger systemic problems that we have in healthcare and healthcare access. And then I made my way over to Particle, where I am now the director of clinical strategy. Yeah. So tell me about what stage of was it maybe your training or what stage of your career where you first encountered burnout? Yeah. So this might seem like a kind of scary answer to say that I felt burnt out in training when you're really just started. You're like not even a full-fledged attending physician yet. But I think that it kind of speaks more to what are the causes of burnout among physicians and providers. Of course, in residency, there's really long hours. You are working with really sick patients. There's a ton of sad stories. And I think there's a lot of research out there on like moral injury and also like just overall work burden. But in my experience, I think it's it's actually really a loss of the connection of why you went into medicine that burns a lot of people out. That certainly was my experience. You know, as I just told you, I went into medicine because I wanted to help people. And I found that a lot of what I was doing during my day was actually in front of a computer. And I didn't even feel like what I was doing in front of the computer was even helping people. Like, I feel like if I had that step or connection, I may not have gotten as burnt out as I did. But I think it was like being so far removed from that personal relationship with a patient, which is what actually drives a lot of people into medicine to begin with, that was kind of eye-opening in a in a sad way for me. Um, which made me really think like, is this something I feel like I can do for the next 40, 50 years of my career? 
No, that makes total sense. Um, were there any other signs and symptoms of burnout that you experienced that you wanted to share? Yeah, I would say that probably the moment that I really took a step back in my training and realized like, I think I might be burnt out, even though I'm kind of just starting on my journey. Um, what was that feeling of, I think it was two things. The first one was feeling like no sense of achievement, accomplishment, or like even like any like confidence in my ability. I was like always super scared that I was going to do something that would mess something up for someone down the road. I was uh, going into every day, super nervous, really overwhelmed. Um, and then also like that kind of depersonalization where you just kind of tell yourself, like, I'm not in a scary way, like even going to think of patients as people, right? I think one really crazy experience I had was I was working in the ICU and um, there was a patient who was very sick. He was pretty young. He was like 40 and he had uh, essentially terminal cancer and he coded and the residents in our hospital run the code blues. And so I was running the code blue as a senior resident and the family was there and it was like an eight and 10 year old daughter at bedside crying and screaming with the mom. And it was a super traumatic experience for everybody in the room. Every single person there, there's probably like 30 people crammed into this tiny ICU room between like family and staff and nurses and anesthesiologists and physicians. And all of us were crying. There was not a single dry eye in the entire room. And immediately after that happened, I went to my computer and I just sobbed. I was literally sobbing in front of a computer on the hospital floor. And a nurse came up to me and was like, hey, I want to let you know the patient in that other room needs orders to eat lunch. And it was kind of like, hey, like, I know that was traumatic, but like, pick yourself up, dust yourself off, like other people here need you like and move on. And I think for me, that was like a really eye opening moment where I was like, okay, like, yeah, the only way I feel like I can survive this is to just turn my emotions off. And like, this is a purely academic endeavor for me. And like, that is a terrible way to practice medicine, right? Like, I don't think patients want that. I certainly wouldn't want my own physician to act like that. Um, and as physicians, that's not why we went into medicine. And so I think that was the first time where I was like, this cannot be healthy. Like, this is not the way to do this. Yeah. And, you know, we are really interested on this podcast um, on delivering excellent patient experiences. So I was curious, were there any other barriers or challenges that you encountered when it came to delivering excellent patient experiences that you wanted to tell us about? Yeah, I would say that like there are a lot and actually eventually like how I made my way to particle and what I'm doing now, which is with like healthcare data interoperability is because I think actually a huge part of this burnout issue is data as a problem. A lot of physicians will cite like having to sit in front of the EHR as like one of their main reasons for burnout because it's so depersonalizing. You're not even in front of the patient. And, and I think a huge part of that is because a lot of the data that we're entering into the HR is for billing or insurance purposes. It's for certain doc specific pieces of documentation that may or may not lead to additional like improved patient outcomes. And then we're also having to like sit and filter through all the data that's already in the EHR that was input for all these other various reasons, right? And so, I mean, I think that that in and of itself causes a lot of issues, right? Number one, it means that like 90% of our time as physicians is in front of a computer instead of in front of our person. It also makes the healthcare journey very difficult for patients, right? They want to come into a physician's office and feel like that person knows them knows something unique about them, right? Um, and as 
and they want to feel like they are included in their own care journey. On the flip side, physicians want that too for patients, right? I also want to be able to tell a patient something really specific about their health. Like, hey, if you do this or you don't do this, this is the X percent chance that this is going to happen. But the truth is that, that a lot of the information that we have is generalized research. And although we're moving towards personalized medicine and being able to use data and healthcare data in a way that targets a specific individual, we're really not quite there yet because I think the healthcare industry hasn't really learned to leverage data in that way. And so a lot of what we do is kind of like this moving, writing, creating, shuffling data around manually in an EHR. And that's not high-level work. It's not engaging. Uh, it's not people-facing. And so I think it doesn't engage physicians along the values that really drove them into medicine. And it also creates like a lot of inefficiencies in our healthcare system, like increased cost of care, and then obviously a really poor patient experience. Yeah. And is there any other, you know, ways that you face down these challenges or or how did you overcome all these burnout challenges that you were facing? Yeah. I mean, I think that there's, there's a couple of ways that I kind of thought of this and kind of some trends that I've seen in healthcare. Um, so I'm sure as you know, and your audience knows, physician burnout and healthcare burnout is a really hot topic. And especially in the last few years, it's really come to the forefront, especially after COVID or during COVID. I think that there's kind of like two ways that people kind of deal with this. The first way is put your head down, just do your work. Don't think about anything else, like just whatever's right in front of you, you focus on that thing. And I think that actually makes the problem a lot worse. And those are the people who typically like quit, move on to something else, and they're like, throw in the towel. The second way is to kind of take your head up and to look at the system and say, why is it that I feel this way? And what can I do to change that? Some people stay in the traditional healthcare system to affect those changes. And some people move over to a different industry, which is what I did. I think there's like a ton of um, different sources out there about like, hey, as physicians, like, what do you want to be your side hustle? Like, how do you want to make money outside of practicing medicine? I don't think that just telling physicians like, hey, get out of medicine is a good answer to this because look, when I'm old, I still want there to be doctors who can take care of me, right? Um, I think it's really about what can we do to help enable physicians in the system that they work in today? Um, and there's a lot of different companies that are tackling this, a lot of different roles and angles that you can look at this from. I really was like, hey, I think that we can use tech to automate a lot of these tasks that we're doing. Even more interesting, the reason I want to get into that healthcare data space is because I think actually by leveraging healthcare data, it can empower physicians to get back to the bedside and really make an individual impact by giving them the right pieces of data at the right time, right? So if you think about, you know, instead of me sitting at a computer and documenting, you know, like an eight-point review of systems to prove I did a physical exam, what if I could like enter the information that I need and find out like, hey, if this person takes this medication, you can increase their lifespan by X years. Or if you don't do this, if you don't intervene, you leave them to their own devices and their current habits, they're going to live this long. They're going to develop these diseases. Like think about how empowering that is for physicians and for patients, right? To work together to make these decisions about the patient's life and what's going to happen, right? Um, and so I think if we could get to a world like that, we can kind of like 
iterate our way back into using data uh, for good. Dr. Carolyn Ward has been our guest today. This has been an another fantastic discussion on our podcast. And I'm going to give you the final word. Is there anything else you wanted to mention before we wrap it up here? I would really just say that anybody who feels like they are having feelings of burnout, reach out to folks, reach out to your colleagues, to your administrators. I guarantee it feels like an incredibly isolating event or time in your life, but you're not alone. And I think when you pick your head up and you start making those relationships and reaching out and connecting with folks, you'll find that this is really common. Um, And the best way that we can address this collectively in the healthcare industry is to come together and think about like, what are the problems that we can solve both individually and at an organizational level? All right. Thank you so much for your time today, Dr. Ward. This was awesome. Absolutely. This was a ton of fun. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Healthcare Experience Matters. Healthcare Experience Matters is brought to you by the Healthcare Experience Foundation with today's episode teaming with PRC. To learn more, visit healthcareexperience.org. That's healthcareexperience.org.